0: Hello and welcome to this week's Connect Life Word session. My name is Michelle and I'm the lead pastor at Victory in the Word Outreach located in Toronto. And I welcome you to our time together, it's our time of connecting. We connect with one another and we connect with the Word of God so that we can live out our faith in really practical ways. Together as a community, we are learning how to stand in truth, triumph over challenges and thrive in purpose, releasing the sound of victory everywhere that we go, every day that we are alive. We are here to declare God's word and the victory that is in Christ and so as we begin I'm going to bless our time together and call us to attention as to who our God is and what he has done for us. So Father, today we give you thanks and we give you praise because you are a great God who has loved us with an everlasting love. Your love goes on and on and on. And I'm so grateful that it's not dependent on my behavior or my actions. You have chosen to love and you will continue to do so. So today I pray that we would see how much you love us through your word, our eyes will be opened, our hearts would be receptive and that God you will cause us to walk in greater levels of freedom and truth in Jesus' name. Amen. So welcome to chapter three in this series. This is the series I am calling The Mind of Christ Lessons in Humility. And as I have been teaching for the last two weeks, humility is important to God. Humility is uh, at the core of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And we have been spending some time in Philippians chapter 2 and I'm going to continue to read uh, starting at verse 5. We're going to go back a couple verses to set the stage and I will be continuing to verse 11. So Philippians chapter 2 verses 5 through 11 and I'm reading in the NIV. In your relationships with one another to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. You know, as we read through those, uh, those lines, those verses, there are so many layers of meaning to them. And one of the things that I ask God, I would encourage you to ask God, is to help us to see the deeper meaning. Because we tend to look at things at the surface and only get what we can see at the top. But the Lord wants us to be able to get the hidden wisdom and the hidden riches that's gonna be able to help us to become more aware of who He is, to become more aware of what he has done and to glean and learn from his wisdom. And so doesn't matter how long you've been reading the Bible, there are layers upon layers and it's so good. You can never exhaust, you can never exhaust the truth of God's word. So as a recap for what I've been talking about for the last two weeks, number one, humility is a mindset. We learn that Christ, his mind is revolving. It revolves around humility. And we are able to become humble by embracing that mindset that Jesus expressed. He demonstrated humility starts with a mindset. We have to think it first before we can speak it and act it. Then secondly, humility flows from right relationship with God, our Heavenly Father. And as I've been walking out this this point, I am more in awe of how much everything points back to relationship with God. Everything in life that, that we do, that God calls us to accomplish, everything points back to relationship. He wants us to have deep relationship with Him as children to the Father. He cares about us. He wants us to know Him as friend, as Lord, and everything goes back to relationships. So if in your walk with God in your relationship with Christ, you're not experiencing the joy of relationship, then I pray that that would become a priority to you. It's not about um, religious duties and a whole bunch of tasks that we have to just check off that we do this, we do that. We don't do that. No, it's about a, a living, breathing relationship where you communicate with him on a daily basis and you hear his heart. Now, today's kingdom truth that I want to share with you is this. Humility makes true obedience possible. So not only is it a mindset, not only does it flow from right relationship with God, but if we are to obey God from our hearts and do the things that he wants us to do in his word, then that will flow from humility because in the verses I read today, it says from verse 8 that Jesus humbled himself and he became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Now before we go to the cross and the death on the cross, it says that he humbled himself and became obedient. He was able to do that which he was born to do to come to die for us, to save us from our sins and open up the door to fellowship and relationship with God, he was able to accomplish his assignment in life because he humbled himself. And I put in there true obedience. And what does that mean? You know, sometimes we could do things with the wrong motive. We can obey something that someone has asked us, but our heart's not in it. And God is not just about us doing a whole bunch of acts. He wants us to do everything the acts from a heart that is submitted to him. And so he's working on our heart. The, the word is, is reading our hearts and showing us where the, the, the weaknesses are and things like that so that our hearts are transformed and that even in obedience to God, we are not doing it out of selfish ambition or vain conceit as it says a couple verses above but it's from a heart position that is submitted to God that is in love with God and wants to see God glorified in every area of our lives. We don't want to serve in, in, in community or serve in our ministries or serve anywhere for people to see us. We don't want to be just doing something so that we can take a picture of it and put it on Instagram so everybody can see how Christ-like we are. No, we want to serve from a position of heart surrender. So that's true obedience where your heart and your actions line up. And so in order to serve and obey God, humility must be there. Jesus, he humbled himself and he obeyed. And he obeyed to the point of laying down his life for you and for me. So it's important to know what Christ has done for us. He came in a human form because we know that God is spirit. He came and was born as, as a baby, grew up as a man. And all the way through, even though he came from before time and he knew everything about everyone and everything, he humbled himself. And he allowed himself to go through the natural stages of growth and development listening to his parents, submitting to his elders, being accountable, being respectful, he humbled himself. And that is the greatest demonstration of humility because remember, he is God and he chose to come and serve the people that he created and whom, whose lives are dependent on his existence. And so he humbled himself and became obedient. fulfill the assignment that he came to do the destiny that was his he was able to accomplish it because of his humility and that speaks volumes to us today in order to fulfill the callings on our lives, those dreams, those goals that God has placed in our hearts, the assignments that He has, the placements, the positions, whatever He is calling us to do in this earth. True obedience is only possible when we humble ourselves, when we submit and surrender to God, where we don't put ourselves first and step on people to get to where we need to go or think ourselves better than other people when we humble ourselves and see ourselves as God sees us, when we esteem others greatly, celebrating each other's success, serving one another, then we will be able to accomplish that which he has asked us to do. So, you know, that which you have on your vision board, the goals that you've written down, once you've you've planned those things with God and you have an idea of what he wants you to do, The way to accomplishing it, the way to fulfilling it is humility. Now I remember in my own life over the last couple of years, God has called me to another level of service. Um, and in my, in my family, my family called me to another level of service and many, and at times, you know, you have to put down what you want to do in that moment to be able to serve, to serve my parents. And, um, I've realized that in the service you cannot lose because God is humbling me in this process to be able to serve and to do it from a place of purity of heart and joy and not grumbling and murmuring as, you know, we can do, then I'm seeing growth in so many areas. And I'm also seeing God open doors that this girl could not have opened. And so the key today is that true obedience comes from humility. And the last point I want to leave with you today is this, that the scripture says, as Jesus humbled himself, he became obedient to lay down his life, to die for you and I. Then the consequence of that is God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue shall confess and acknowledge that Jesus is Lord and hear this to the glory of God the Father. Jesus chose to humble himself and his humility enabled him to be obedient especially, especially in those moments when it was hard to obey. We, we hear of the account of him in the garden of Gethsemane and he's praying, God, if you could take this cup, if you could just let this pass. Oh, the weight of what he was doing was so heavy. And then he submitted once again to the father, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. He humbled himself again and he was strengthened to be able to go and do what he, he came on the earth to do. And all of that, yes, all of that that Jesus did, the dying and the rising again, it was for you and I to be reconciled to the Father, made right, so that we can uh, experience that real relationship with him. But all of that is done for the glory of God the Father. Your life, my life, the things that he's asking us to accomplish, to do, to become in this lifetime is that he would be glorified. He would be glorified because all these things are working together in his perfect plan and that others would be able to see our good works and glorify our God in, fa- in heaven. And so he must be glorified. He must be honored for the great God that he is. And He is honored when we become who He has designed us to be, when we do what He has called us to do, empowered by His presence in the person of the Holy Spirit. And the only way we're going to be able to obey Him truly is through humility. As we uh, read the Word of God and, and grow in relationship with the, with the Holy Spirit, we will begin to become aware of, and embrace the mind of Christ so that we will see like he sees. We will see ourselves, we'll come to know ourselves as he does. And through that humility, we will be able to obey from a heart that is pure before him, no selfish motivations, no vain conceit. And as we obey, we'll be able to accomplish that which he has destined for us to do. And he's got great, great, great plans for you. I'm telling you, the the best thing that you can come up with is basically the starting point for God. He goes far above anything that we can think and we can imagine. And the impact and the influence that he wants you to have in this earth is all for his glory. He gets glory when we accomplish purpose and destiny. We accomplish purpose and destiny through obedience to his word, obedience to his spirit. And we are able to obey from our hearts when we humble ourselves. Closing thought that the scripture tells us that if we exalt ourselves, God will humble us. But if we take the time to humble ourselves, to embrace that mindset of humility that Jesus, expressed and he displayed, then God himself will exalt us. And he's not going to make my name greater than every other name. That's not it, but he'll allow me to enjoy the blessings and the inheritance that comes from the one whose name is higher than every other name. So either way we win, we win, we win. win. So, humility. We continue to talk about it. We continue to practice it (laughs) first with our thinking to to start to cultivate that, that mindset of humility where we esteem one another, we love one another, we can serve one another. That comes from knowing our identity in God and not operating from a place of fear and lack, but abundance and trust that I can bless you because I am so so blessed by being a child of God. So thank you so much for listening once again to this week's Connect Life Word session. My name is Michelle, the lead pastor of Victory in the Word Outreach. And I am reminding us all once again that humility makes true obedience possible. And I'm going to add in and brings glory to God. So as you go, Share the message. You know, all of us have to learn how to grow in humility. Subscribe to our channel so you won't miss another one and continue to connect with the Word of God because it will help us, empower us, fuel us to be able to live out our faith in really practical ways so that we can stand in truth, triumph over challenges, and thrive in purpose, releasing the sound of victory as we go. God richly bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.